Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading dreams about baseball, cruise ships, and choreographed dances. Cha-cha-cha. We're also (laughs) reading... A dream about a murder investigation, hot crushes, and hang gliding. Of course. (laughs) We're also talking about a new FDA-approved app to help people with PTSD. Wow. So, stay tuned, Bestie. Let's get started. Woo! I went to the Spirit Halloween store today. You know, oh, the one that, the, those pop-up stores every They year, go everywhere. Yeah, like this one's next to five below. And okay. um, I was just killing time over my lunch break, and they had the movie Halloween stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, should I get anything? It's going to scare me. But they had this one, like, front door sign, and it was, like, the newspaper article the next morning. Oh, I'm like, that's nice. kind of cool. Yeah. But, the, but then above it was another one, and it's like a... Welcome to Haddonfield, which, you know, is the name of my cat, because I named him after the movie. And it says, have a knife day, like K-N-I-F-E. Please say you got it. Of course I did. I literally just brought it in my front door. I have to hang it up still, but. Well, it is only September, but, you know, we're getting we're getting. I know, but I was so proud. Have a knife day? Have a knife day. No, put it up now. Put it up now. It's like a saying you can say to everyone all year long. Have Have a a knife day. Have a knife day. True crime's a big thing, you know? (laughs) There's no season for true crime. People would appreciate it. People (laughs) love it. And Haddonfield is technically inside my apartment year-round, so I could just leave it up. You could. (laughs) Post a picture. We'll we'll share it on Instagram once you get it. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. We've got um, a listener-filled episode today. Back to our normally scheduled program (laughs) (laughs) yeah normal our normal our normal routine right yeah Mm, yeah yeah. okay do you want to get started today i would love to because i've got a long one and i think you said yours was short and fun and sweet yeah it is okay all of those things this is from lexi and if you guys Mm -hmm. remember she told us she had some recurring dreams about cruise ships because it was like something her family enjoys and Mm -hmm. she kind of has dreams about those so here is the next in the series. Installment? Of, the next installment of Cruise <laughs> Ship next Dreams. If, you know, if I'm going to have a reoccurring dream, that's that's the kind I want to have. Please, except for, for sure. the last one, if you remember. Yeah, like, right. It was a little It got awkward. the boat turned upside down and yeah. they were stuck in an elevator. This one is much nicer. Okay, so. here we go. Once again, I was on a cruise with friends and family. There was some older pro baseball player on the ship. <laughs> This, I think Lexi might be young because this is what she says. An older pro baseball player. I'm talking like 60 or 70. Oh, yeah. That's not that old. That's not that old. I'm <laughs> That's sorry. That's not that old. Uh, <laughs> right? But he was going to be playing his very last baseball game of his professional <laughs> career oh, later that day. So, my God, if he is 60 to 70... <laughs> That is a long career. He's had a great career. Baseball people usually do not have that long any career. Sports, ba- any sports. No, especially football. Do you know any oh. athlete from any sport that is 60 to 70 years old? <laughs> um, 
Not in like the major sports, no. I would say. Like maybe like Taekwondo. I don't like, even know about that. You're gonna pull something. I don't know. Like something. You're pull something. <laughs> anyway. There's gotta be some sport. Chess. Oh, is that is that, is that is that <laughs> Yeah, sport? yeah, we'll count it. Sure. Okay, yes. Okay. Then I agree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there was a helicopter coming to airlift him off the ship, because remember they're on a cruise ship. Right. To take him to the game. Right before he was about to leave, he realized he had lost a T-shirt that his grandkids had made for him in the kids' cruise club. (laughs) That was his lucky shirt. Oh, man. So cute, though. (laughs) That that was his lucky shirt that they just made for him in the cruise club. Right. You know, you got to have those craft craft times (laughs) in the the cruise ship. We need to get the kids away. And doing something. Parents are going to drink at the pool, (laughs) and the kids are going to the kids' club. Dance party. (laughs) Woohoo! So, but they made him this lucky shirt. Then Lexi goes on to say, my dad was very upset he couldn't find his shirt and was ordering everyone to help him find it. (laughs) You. You. Look for Mr. Johnson's shirt now. Over there. You go to aft. You did go you check, to the poop deck. <laughs> check the check the storage. Check the poop check, deck. Check the boiler room. <laughs> did you check the sta- smoke stacks? Come on, go and did Get you check it. the water? Did you did jump you check the over the edge and check the goddamn water? <laughs> that, that's where I would have checked. I'll be like, I'll, I'll check there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the keep the ship on idle. Please, just like, please, please don't get those propellers near me. I'll, I'll go in and check. Oh, but Lordy. just keep yeah. it keep it where you don't have to run me over. <laughs> That's all I ask. Okay, so unfortunately, the helicopter arrived and we didn't find the shirt. Oh no! But he had to go. But later that day, we were watching his baseball game on the large screen on the cruise deck. Nice. He, he was amazing, and they won! Yay! Yay, yay! <laughs> the cruise ship shot off fireworks, oh, and everyone started celebrating. This sounds like a great cruise. Yeah, I'm in it. My dad and the crew started performing some choreographed <laughs> dance with costumes oh, and everything. I hope it had feathers. Oh. Well, yeah, you might get what you wish for. Yes. He was the star of the show and even had one crazy Native American style headdress with lots of feathers. Get out. I was thinking I'm like not... Mardi Gras feathers, but I know that's but that was too. literally the next sentence of the dream. And then she says, side note, my dad would absolutely do a choreographed dance with a cruise crew if given the chance. Yeah. Yeah. And then I woke up. Uh Lexi, your dad is sounds like a fun person to be around i want to go on a cruise with lexi's dad i'll learn some moves i mean he's all around like just a good helping out looking for the damn t-shirt he's dancing he's the boat entertainment he's taking care of it all he's he's the man in charge he's the man in charge i love that dream i do too and i was so excited because you know, when she originally sent some of these in, I only read the first one because she had like preempted it. Like, here's a couple. A few, okay. And I didn't want to like, I wanted to be surprised. You didn't want to spoil yourself. I didn't want to spoil the nah. surprise. And they're very different from each other. That's what mm-hmm. I think is really funny from her first stream. But I mean, basically, this one I think is just about celebration, obviously. I mean, yeah. baseball, you know, is the classic. American pa- 
American pastime. Pastime. Yes. And this guy's had a long career and he's obviously got lots of fans. Yeah, Brooke, are you are you a big baseball fan? Oh, you know I'm a oh, sports yeah. person. You I'm a huge sports. sports. It's like you can't get enough. It's like give me a new sport because I need more. <laughs> right. Um, um the correct um, answer you, is no. No. <laughs> do you follow uh do you have like a team? Like cuz I'm well, you know, I, growing up, usually you you have an affinity towards like what your parents or grandparents or someone you know the area you lived in. Do you have well, a favorite baseball team? Of course, because you came from the same place I did, and <laughs> Dubuque close. is always <laughs> bleeding cubby blue. Mm-hmm. So I've always been raised with the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, I've been a Cubs fan just because my grandpa. Here's here's a little sidebar story. Yes, so when I was little, my grandpa used to babysit me with my aunt, and so mm-hmm. um, he was. Oh gosh! I mean, to me, he seemed like a hundred, but he was probably only like you know old, like he's probably, sixty or he's seventy, right? Sixty to seventy. <laughs> he had he's like a really tall dude. He had like you know bleach blonde, spiky hair, Love and it. so um, we would play baseball in the living room as oh. we watched the Cubs. So you know those like little red bats, the plastic yeah. bats, and the little yeah. balls. So like I a was wiffle ball, like a little mini wiffle yeah, ball. Set. I was probably four or five, but I have vi- very vivid memories of him and shocking, I. Shocking, shocking that you right, have vivid, right, vivid memories. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember where first base was, was this couch and like second base was the fireplace or where the TV was or whatever it was. And then third place was here. And then the home plate, the home plate was oh. this like leather. <laughs> I don't, okay. How to explain this? This, <laughs> like, an, oh, it's like one of those. It's, if it would, it, you know how like those beds they have on TV that you can like raise your feet and raise your back. Yes. Okay, yes. it's like that, but it's a couch and it's brown leather. That's for real. You mean like an adjustable couch? And an adjustable couch in my aunt Janice's house. <laughs> that is a big home plate. <laughs> but the best part is, I always slid home because I'm like sliding <laughs> across that leather. Like, nothing. oh my god! Just let me. It was the best. It was like the best days. Those and we fall asleep. We take a nap together. This sounds like a great day. It it was multiple great days. Let's just do that day. Can Let's we? Just, can we? Can we just, just play like wiffle ball in the kit in the living it, room? We'll have to do it at your place. It's bigger. <laughs> it is a little. It's got a little more space. And I have brown leather furniture. And then um, we'll take pictures as as we just like are curled up next to each other, napping <laughs> after our mini baseball just game. Keeping the Cubs on, you know, <laughs> midday game. It's the best. <laughs> But no, you usually like have like a, a team, and that's yeah. Why I I'm mean, a Cubs my fan. dad, my whole family, my dad, my grandpa. I mean, it's we've been a Cubs family as long as well, clearly as long as I've been alive. Have you ever been to a Cubs game? Oh yes, and see, I actually like sport. Well, I'm not going to go too crazy. I'm not going to say, say you like, like it, but it's tolerate definitely them? more fun live. Like Absolutely. we went to Cubs. He, my dad took us to a Cubs game every summer growing up. So okay. like I loved it, and then he would take us. You know, where when the players would come out and sign autographs and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was always really special every mm-hmm. year. But yeah, I mean, I've been to some sports and they're more fun live. Yeah, I mean, course. clearly you feel the energy of the crowd, but it's not like I would choose to do that if I had another option. So I don't if you go lose shopping listeners. at the mall or yes. go to a baseball game, Brooks going to the mall. Yes, I yeah, know. We every, know. There's know, other know people out there you. that are gonna. They're booing you. They're booing me, but there's people <laughs> that are like, I agree with you too. Yeah, yeah. No, but it is much better. 
live. I agree. It is. And I yeah. and I enjoy the experience of it too. Like going with my you dad get that, every the year. Hot dog. Like, yeah. You gotta the get thirty dollar nachos, the <laughs> Not even joking, like Not a little bit. The beers are. We we went recently in um earlier this month. Well, I guess it's not this month. We went in August. I'm like, what month is it now? I don't and remember. And it's like it's a week in to September. I, I don't understand. It, it was uh, early August. Mark and I took our son for his birthday to a White Sox game because they're White Sox fans. I'm a Cubs fan. They're White Sox fans. Whatever. It's Chicago. You I'm, got it. You got it. If they're playing each other, I'm going to root for the Cubs. But other than that, I. Yeah. Chicago, fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not a true fan. Like they are. <laughs> but no, we had get like we'd like two beers and we're like looking at a $35 tab. We're like Easy. What? What? No, I but. swear to God, I think the last so this is when I still lived in Chicago. So we're talking probably a good six, seven years ago, but I did went to a Cubs game with my dad and I saw someone that had, you know, like that big thing of nachos that comes mm. in like the mm-hmm. Cubs. Helmet or something oh, or other, yeah. and it was like twenty seven dollars, and it's literally five chips <laughs> and like a like a a, a splooge a, of nasty a, cheese, a, like just that orange congealed mess. And I still wanted it, so oh, I'm I'm assuming by now it's probably seventy dollars for <laughs> right. the nachos. <laughs> it keeps going up. But going back to Lexi's dream, I think it oh, is yeah. like you know just a, a fun celebration but like right. american pastime is how it starts which yeah I think. it does and, and it's her like, dad's in it which is a lot like it's family and it's tradition and that's kind of i the think it kind of all wraps up like mm-hmm. that right you know because like he he had his good career he had his fans everyone was helping to try to find his shirt especially mm-hmm. her dad but you know and then there was this huge celebration even though he's 70 years old and still playing baseball. it should be celebrated <laughs> fireworks <laughs> and like just everything and the fact that like she mentioned that her dad would totally do this. I thought it was funny, one, because he had a Native American headdress on and we literally were just talking about like dream catchers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how they are constructed and all of that. But like it seems to me like in this dream, her dad kind of takes on the role of the retiring baseball player. Like mm. headdress is, you know, very it's for the strongest, the bravest, the leaders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was she said he was the star of the show and <laughs> you you know he was trying to get everyone organized to find this damn t-shirt. So I feel like maybe he it was like switching that patriarchal patriarchal role. There you go, patriarchal. You got it. <laughs> I it took me a second, but it did. <laughs> but I also feel like if you look at it, this baseball player, his work Life was good. He was happy. His family was good. His grandkids loved him. His personal life was good. He had, you know, these fans and support. So maybe everything's going okay for Lexi. Mm-hmm. I feel maybe. like, I, yeah, I agree. Like, it's a good thing. It's a good it, sign. There's, there's like, there's not really a negative in this dream. Not which at I don't all. think we've ever had. No, always not been straight like through a, good. A but... But no, there's no yeah. butts. There's no And butts then it. it turned weird. And or then scene change. See, then rando. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and something happened. So yeah, I, yeah. this one was really good. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you, Lexi. Lexi, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing today's dream. And if you have a dream like Lexi, you, you know you can send it to us. We would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Send all your dreams or your dream stories to revelations at gmail.com. That's how we get to share all these really incredible stories from your fucked up REM cycle. So keep, yeah. keep them coming. Just share, keep them coming. Share, share with the world. Okay. Mindy. 
I know you feel scolded, but Mindy. Mindy. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> well, do you have a dream? <laughs> you know, I do. It's right here. Printed in 14 point font so I can read it properly. God bless you. When am eyes. I okay. ever going to learn to do that? <laughs> Honestly, I think about it each week and each week I forget to do it. Yeah, well, it makes it a little easier. But this is this is, this is is an epic one. This comes from our bestie Kelly from Australia. <gasps> Yay! Hi, Kelly. Kelly, we love you. And she's Ooh. always, always submitting crazy dreams. And this wasn't that... This is one that just came in a couple weeks ago. So, yay. Okay. Wow. This is this buckle in. Mm, Okay. Like you said, buckle in. We got, we got to go. All right. Here we go. You got to get going. This is a good one. Okay. So, Kelly writes I'm used to bizarre dreams with mixed up locations, lots of random people, and weird stuff happening. The events Mm. in this dream, although all entirely possible, weren't too much for me. My (laughs) dreams are supposed to be. Science fiction-y fantasy adventures, not crime dramas. Oh, are you sure, though? Because this sounds I know, juicy. it sounds really good to me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm hooked already, Kelly. You got I me. am. I am, too. <laughs> it wasn't scary, but it was sad, sometimes funny, and a few times ad- adrenaline-inducing. Love there, it. And then she also wants to say that there's a trigger warning for suicidal behavior. So okay. if, if it's not appropriate to share, I understand. We're going to share it with that trigger warning. So thank you, thank Kelly, you. for letting us know. Mm-hmm. It begins with the murder of a millionaire. Oh, as should any good true crime story. <laughs> any movie, any lifetime drama. Okay. Although nowadays it's probably more like a billionaire because those are right. the poor. Millions? Those are the poor people nowadays. <laughs> right? I heard I heard somewhere like if uh uh who is it? Um Elon Musk loses yeah. like a hundred thousand dollars, it's like you and I losing a penny. Oh, <laughs> and then you're like that. Just yeah. that just made me so sick to my stomach. right. Like, oh, you know, I drop a penny. I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna pick it up. Like, oh my it takes god, too much to bend over hundred thousand dollars. Now we're gonna start picking up those fucking pennies. Right? I'll tell you that much. I'll pick up a hundred grand. Don't get me wrong. I'll pick up a hundred gram can- hundred gram candy, candy bar. Oh, those are good. Mm. Can like I tell that. you just a side note? Of course you can. There are two. <laughs> There are two vending machines at work, and one works. And from day one, I was told this one has does not work, and it has since never been. Do not repaired. put your money in it; you'll never get it back out. I is don't it, know. Is it even plugged in? It, it is because there's a light. Okay. But every day, this hundred grand bar looks at me right <laughs> in the eye, and I know I can't fucking get it because it's in the broken one. Okay, well you, but it's like, you should try and see what happens. I'm just gonna like give Gives it one you, of those little pounds. Yeah, you know? yeah, do like, a little juke, like just. Can I just like shake shimmy it? it? Oh, can shimmy I shimmy, it. It, shimmy out? it out? I'm gonna shimmy that out. Try I'll it. keep Let you posted. Please do. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's. We gotta get going. <laughs> so it begins with the murder of a millionaire, the not real father of my current real life crush, mm-hmm. who I'll call HD because he's a high distinction. So what oh. Kelly's saying here, it took me a couple minutes to read this. So Kelly in real life has this crush. She calls okay. him HD, high distinction. Oh, that's the crush's that's the crush nickname. Name. So he's we know all about dream. crush nicknames. We do. HD. We, we got it. HD. We and got I it. love that you named him HD because it's high distinction. Or it could be even high definition. Or high dello. Or just high. Or just huge distinction. Um, a huge <laughs> D something. 
So <laughs> I know so she's, she's got a crush. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So she says that, okay, so in this dream, she's got her crush, HD, and this is the murder of his father. Okay. It was the millionaire's wife, HD's mother, and okay. an accomplice that did it. Oh. And somehow I was privy to it all and sworn to secrecy. <gasps> I love a good privy. I love that she used the word privy. Me too. <laughs> they disposed of him, oh, the father. Okay. And then within days, the wife managed to get herself killed. <gasps> Something I was also privy to, oh. knowing that it was only her head that wasn't disposed of. But I did not know where it was. The she's ins- privy. She is she's privy. privy. <laughs> very, very privy. Very, very privy. <laughs> Gorgeously privy. Okay. <gasps> T-shirt. Gorgeously, Gorgeously privy. privy. <laughs> Love it. Again, I was sworn to secrecy, but okay. I knew it wouldn't be long before someone would come asking questions. Sure. Okay. So she got a crush. The crush's parents both dead. Yes. In her dream, of course. <laughs> all right. Hopefully. <laughs> Knowing all this information, she says, I became withdrawn alone in my house. I stood in my living room, the details of which were exaggerated. The step between the living room and the lounge room was deeper. The oh. room seemed all at once constricting, yet huge. The colors, Ooh. already drabbed, seemed uglier. Oh. And so here's a trigger warning. I decided that the guilt of knowing this was all too much. Oh, no. And I had a handful of medication ready to take. But HD was suddenly there, and he grabbed my hand. Oh. Though gently... And took the pills from me, crushing them into dust and throwing them away. Oh, HD. HD crush boy. Got, he's like, hey, no, girl. Crush, got crushed you. it. Crush, crush it. Crush, crushed it. <laughs> I looked up at him and then passed him. The living room where we were standing was now opening out into a restaurant. Of course. As, as <laughs> that it, had quite as a few does. people in it. <laughs> so it had a lot of people, including some of my ex's family. Oh. His brother and his brother's wife in particular. The restaurant door swung open and everyone turned to look. A group of men walked in. Oh my God. I saw badges and knew immediately why they were there. Why? Two of the men were in police uniforms uh-huh. and the other two announced themselves as the FBI. And she goes, So now I guess I'm in the US? Question mark. <laughs> Yeah, what happened there? She got transported to a different continent? <laughs> yeah, that, like when you would look out your living room and you go to a restaurant and you're just like all of a sudden in the U.S. from Australia. like just You know like what that. I appreciate is like she actually knows our system. Like, would you know what to say like the equivalent in Australia is for the FBI? Nope. No. And like we're so conceited as a country. Like, look at <laughs> she's telling us about our own FBI. And like, Kelly, what, what do you call your FBI in Australia? Please. We'd love to know. Um, ABI, <laughs> but there's Australian so- <laughs> brew. But there's so many parts of Australia. right. It's all gotten So HD steps in front of me and with his hands out protectively. Oh, okay. So crush, good crush HD. I reassure him it's okay, and I head over to the officers. I follow them out, aware that my ex's family was watching me. Mm, uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable situation. Do not want to be in the same room. Weird. Mm-mm. No, good. <laughs> past it. Okay. I, she goes on to say, I didn't dream about the interrogation. Instead, the scene changed. Went straight to what was HD's house. Okay. With his sister, her husband, my ex's dad, Whoa. and my three-year-old daughter. Whoa. 
How did everyone get over this mix? This is a motley crew of people that I know, like just... so many people. It's like it's old a life, ra- new life. Yeah, and her daughter mix. was there. Yeah, this is odd. Okay, yeah, this makes me uncomfortable. Like, this, mm, I'm like, social yeah, I'm like, here. I'm like fidgeting a little bit because I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. So she says, my daughter was playing in the water and looking for frogs. Cute. That is cute. At least she wants to touch them. Everyone there was aware that I had been questioned. And I was aware they now thought I had killed or at least had something to do with the deaths of their parents. Hmm. But I hadn't told the FBI anything because they were still investigating and hadn't tried to pin it on me yet. But what about HD? Are they not questioning him? Like, right. usually it's like family first, Family right? first, now, and then the girlfriend? Yeah, like, HD's <laughs> just hanging out, and she's getting questioned? Yeah, she's getting questioned. It's the only okay. one, I guess. I had decided to let the truth come out in the investigation, which was obviously so smart, rather than tell them I'd been sworn to secrecy and feared the consequences. <laughs> I don't think the judge agrees with that kind of a he's not like, oh, I, I'll allow it. I'll yeah, allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Let it come out now. I'll allow that pinky promise. <laughs> HD's sister is kind to me. Okay. His dream one. I have no idea if he has siblings in real life, she says. Oh, okay. She gives me a bracelet that her mother had given her. Oh my god. The dead mother. The dead pretend mother. The dead pretend mother, yes. But it's inscribed with her mother's name, which breaks my heart. That's very personal, especially for her daughter to give this Uh to a girlfriend. Okay, yeah. Okay, The sister's husband (laughs) then pulls me aside and insists I give the bracelet back. Oh! Even though it was gifted to me. Oh, boy. The contempt he felt for me was obvious. Yikes. I insisted on wearing it just for the day and then give it back. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. if it's a cute piece of jewelry, I get it. Well, like, and also, it was given to her. So he, just his, come a- his beef should be with his wife, mm-hmm. not her. Like, his wife. Why I, are they all there hanging out anyways? I, I mean, don't get it. Someone, and why, two people have died. Why? And they're just, like, ha- hunky-dory just hanging out. And, like, hanging there's out. the ex there, too. Like, exes are How the, did yeah. this party start? <laughs> I don't know who got invited, but I think it's wrong. <laughs> Whoever Whoever was in charge of the invite list on this party, epic totally fail. Totally fucked it up, yes. <laughs> so she insisted on wearing it just one day. Can okay. I get it back? That's fair. Then I take my daughter and head outside for a walk. We look off into the distance and see a hill with the silhouettes of HD and the people he's with standing on top of it. My daughter and I start waving to them and calling out that we could see them. Hearing us and then seeing us, HD grabs a bright orange hang glider. Oh, as you would just have with you. She goes, cartoon pockets? I'm not sure where it came from. (laughs) Cartoon pockets. Oh, I love you, Kelly. That's so funny. (laughs) Like Inspector Gadget. He's got like everything. You have it all there. You have it all there. And he hang glides his way down to us. So convenient. I gotta tell you. I am. I have a crush on HD at this point. <laughs> he is so involved and so right? protective, and like just so concerned and caring. I love HD. I love him. He's there. He's there. He's there. He drops from the hang glider and lands steadily, like some kind of superhero. Mm-hmm. And then proceeds to hug me, smiling and laughing. Uh- I realize at this moment I'm his crush too, <laughs> but only in the dream. Sadly, no. It's going to be true, Kelly. It is. Oh, my God. 
Oh, that was adorable. Okay, keep going. We're still going. I know. Okay. I start going through some serious thought processes in my dream about my situation and what I should do. Okay. When I find myself driving along a road in a familiar coastal town. Oh. I'm back in Australia now. I was going to say, nice coastal town. Where are you now? And my ex's dad is with me. It's his hometown. Okay. As is HD and my daughter. Oh, interesting. This, again, another, interesting, another interesting mix combination. Of mm-hmm. We pull over and I park the car. All of us walking along the path overlooking the beach. Okay. There's storm clouds on the horizon and it's windy. My ex's dad starts talking about storm patterns and we head back to the car. Okay. It's no longer parked where I left it, <sighs> but it has moved a few feet. Just a few feet? <laughs> Just a few feet. Oh, I thought it was like, going to be gone, like in another like city or something. But just enough that X's dad also comments on how it's moved a couple feet, which is weird. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in a dream or something feeling. like that, like... That's so specific. Mm-hmm, very specific. Um, but he thought it had something to do with the storm brewing. <laughs> I love the storm a-brewing. Yes. A-brewing. <laughs> we head back to the house, and now we can see the storm outside the windows. It's not just HD's family in the house now, but my ex's dad and his brother are there. (laughs) I know. I don't like the mix of the old and the new. Makes me very uncomfortable. It keeps getting mixed up. Like the dad's there, but like more ex family and friends. Like I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. Don't like it. So um, they were talking about a once in a lifetime double storm thing Uh that's going to cause devastating waves. In my dream, it was all technical weather language that did not stay with me. Okay. Without scaring the children or the other randoms in the house, (laughs) X's dad tells HG and I to help seal the windows and doors. Okay. As we are doing so, the water is already lapping the sides of the house. Shit. But no one seemed to have noticed. Okay. We're not safe. X's dad makes that clear. But despite the howling winds, the rising water, I'm not scared. I hold on to my daughter and sit down next to my ex's brother. He asks me why I won't talk to the FBI about what happened. Oh, now we're going back to that. True crime stuff. And I explained to him that I want the truth to come out through them because no one would believe me. They'd just think I was trying to blame others. Oh, this, you know what? This is such a heavy burden. Yes. I, I don't even know what it is yet, but, but to have a secret and like have to mm. protect it, that is such a heavy burden for someone. Awful. It it's awful. is. It is. But then remembering the bracelet, the kindness <gasps> of HG's sister, I decided to tell him the whole story about what happened so he would understand. Oh. And then I woke up. Oh, no, I was going to be like, now we're getting into it. <laughs> now we're going to figure out. No, no, never know. We <laughs> never know it, how Kelly. Kelly was involved. Damn it. Kelly knew who murdered HD's dad and mom. And but she can get back in there somehow. Well, here, here's what she says to finish things off. I wanted to add that although some details slipped away, oh. so I don't know where some things fit, there are lots of things that are going around me in the dream. Mm-hmm. One, no one really seemed to be too bothered by the deaths. That's very true. <laughs> the wife killed the husband because she hated him. And I think her her death was accidental, like almost like karma. Oh. But it had to be hidden so it didn't expose the husband's death. Who hid it, though? Two, the inheritance was oh. mentioned. Millions of dollars on hold. But again, no one really seemed to care about that either. And that's 
that's usually like the A number one right? motive. Is well, yeah, money. right. Money. Number three, my nieces in their 20s, who I have little to, to do with, were also in my dream, playing games on the PlayStation iPad together and using filters to take silly photos of themselves and my three-year-old daughter. God, these are very specific details. So those are things that she just at the end. Yeah. She goes, and first for me lately, there was no celebrities in this dream. Ah, damn it. Although Damn HD it. sounds like a celebrity he in my heart. sounds like someone I would want to rip out of a magazine and hang on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow. That I, was this good, one, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. I don't, wow. I know you're, you're jealous of me for having to interpret this one because this is a this is a doozy. <laughs> I know, but I I, no, I really I'm don't ex- even know where to start. I don't I'm like, let's see where you start and I'll just try to chime in. Because <laughs> I, I love your opinion on this one. Of course. I mean over I mean the overall arching theme is like the t- the two sides, I feel like the two di- like the old life with the axes family and the yes. new life with this new guy that she has a crush on. And of who- course an X is an X for a reason and H D sounds like a dream boat. So like there is <laughs> right? this very big divide. Yes. But yeah, everything everyone gets along fine. Yes. Which is interesting. It is. And is is her ex the father of her daughter or that I don't know. Because that can make a big difference in the relationship. Because of- then often you're you're stuck with that family, right? Regardless. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once there's a child, they're they're you're always involved with that. You're family, in. So it could be. Yeah. And then the idea of secrets is kind of like the other overarching theme. And secrets usually in dreams can either mean someone's holding something from you, sure, or is there something you're not being truthful with in yourself? Mm-hmm. Now, being that there's an ex in this dream. It's like that is just like what 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 was there in that relationship that maybe you're like, ugh. I mean, you're. I don't want it in the new relationship almost. Or also, like you're always attracted to someone for a reason, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get angry that you're still attracted to some aspect of an ex. Because it's like maybe that one thing that drew you in the first place, but then you saw all these other horrible things, but you can't help that like initial feeling. So there was something. There, yeah. There's a always or a personality there's always something that you're with somebody for a reason. So there could always mm-hmm. be some lagging, nagging thing that she still feels for her ex. But yeah. Even though and the fact that she's awesome. And the, the fact that she's like sworn to secret, that's like, that's like, yeah, the whole secret thing. Like That's tough. Like it's just... It's such a burden. It's so it burdensome is. to hold a secret. I mean, yes. it just eats at you sometimes. And and it's like you feel obligated to keep it. But then again, it's like there comes a point in some secrets you're like, well, is it healthy to keep a secret? Right. Is it healthy? You know, like, or what part of it do you need to deal with? Whether it's, you know, and it, can, it doesn't necessarily have to be a secret. It can be just like, you know, something, a realization that you've made. Of course. That maybe it's like you just have to come to terms with it yourself. And yeah. it's not necessarily... A, a, a secret, so to say. Right, like there's yeah. there's something that you're realizing, but there's two a couple things that talk about the size, and that was like the size of the her living room was seemed off, yeah. and then the fact that her HD was on a hill. Both of them seem big to me, so I think whatever this this it's thing is issue. is like a a big issue mm-hmm. um, that's weighing on her, and obviously it's weighing on her because again, keeping that secret is weighing on her. So I, what is it that's weighing on you, Kelly? It's like quite literal. I mean, yeah. we just don't know what it is, but something is literally. She's you know it. She might, she might not, but it's coming out in her dream as this like investigation, which I think is fascinating mm-hmm. as a true crime person, as she's a true crime fan as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That even her own dreams would be portrayed as like 
a mystery to be solved. Not like, you know, someone else's dream that might just be straightforward. Like, even her dreams are exaggerated to the point where it's like, I'm watching yeah. a two-part dateline. Yes, please. <laughs> I love it. The the idea, the, the other idea that I thought was interesting was the fact that HD's sister came in and gave her that bracelet. And I think that's like a trust thing. Um uh, because so it's a new too. person into the build into like the building. And a new person into like a relationship, right? Yeah. Like it's your crush's made up sister. And who <laughs> like, knows if that's gonna last or not? Like you're not married or engaged even like right. This is just someone you're dating and you give them so, such a personal gift. So is there somewhere someone who's like in your life, Kelly, that maybe you can say that, okay, maybe you can let them in that circle, in that kind of trust circle that you have and maybe express some of these things mm-hmm. that are perhaps burdensome to you because that's I feel like someone's like wanting in in your life. And I think that's coming through in your dream. Like someone's trying to like make this peace offering. Like here's this gift. Here's this bracelet. Now you have. Now it's up to you to open up it's and in your accept court. it. The ball's in your court now. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, we got the hang glider. <laughs> but I'm gonna bring a touch on. The- she said it was orange, so I'm gonna touch on the color orange. I just was a little gonna bit. ask you, what does orange mean? I mean, one, it could be caution, but in this dream, I don't believe it means caution. I think it means more perseverance oh, and okay. optimism. So I think the fact that new bow, new HD bow, sweeps in and is. You know, like literally sweeps in, sweeping in. (laughs) Like, I think it's a good sign. I think it's a sign, a good sign of things to come. Yes. And even though there's a storm at the end, I feel like she was prepared for it. Like, she didn't feel like she wasn't scared. She She even said she wasn't like nervous. She never. She wasn't nervous. She wasn't scared. Yeah. She always. They had prepared for it. She felt safe. Yeah. Even though all this stuff was happening and the water was rising, she felt safe. Yeah, so I feel like that's a good sign to yeah, end it on, you know, just feeling optimistic, feeling like you're in control perhaps mm-hmm. now of some part of your life that maybe you felt left less in control earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think overall, it's all about the people that are around you because you really have this life of old and new and and it's that balance. If you of, can make it work. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. It's, it's not always this easy. It's not always, all it's these always people just like hanging out in one one location. Like we're just gonna hang out here. No, it's not always that easy. So it can be. And so it's just about not even necessarily those specific relationships, but just opening yourself up to mm-hmm. understanding that there's the past, there's the future, and they can live together. Yeah. It's just sometimes takes a little bit of Yeah, patience. they're not mutually exclusive, but you're one hundred percent right. It's gonna take a lot of patience and sometimes a lot of times. Sounds like she's tenacious, though. She's willing to work on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think Kelly's got it down. She's like, the storm ain't bothering me. I've been through storms before. <laughs> I'm fine. And I got this. She was even there with her daughter, you know? And yes, right. The fact that she wasn't even concerned shows her strength and, like you said, perseverance. Like, usually, you know, when you're with a child, you'll do anything, but it's like she knew it was okay. She knew it was okay. She, she knew, knew it was she was okay. at the point. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love Kelly, that. again, amazing. Thank you for sharing and always mm-hmm. sharing your dreams with us. Thank you. Thank you. Incredible. And <laughs> keep them coming because that was that was a fun one. And Kelly is also one of our Sleepover Squad members. She is one of our fabulous Sleepover fabulous Squad Fabulous Sleepover fabulous. Squad. And you want to be with Kelly because look how cool she is. And there's lots of ways to support the show. But go to revelations.com slash support. You can... Be like a Kelly and be super cool and join our sleepover squad. You can just leave a positive review. You can just recommend us to someone. 
lots of ways to support the show. Please and thank you. Well, speaking of interesting dreams, something came up in my feed today and I thought I'd bring it up because even though it's a big topic, I, I find hope in this topic that, okay. that it came across my, my inbox today. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about PSTD. Okay. P- wait, PTSD. That's it. <laughs> you know, I got my dyslexic letters I, I didn't up, say anything. I knew what you, know, you meant. I know you Every, knew what I meant. Everyone knew what you meant. It's cool. Yeah, the, the PTSD. Okay, you got so it. You, there. Yeah, got it. If you haven't heard that term or you heard the term and you don't know what it is, it's um, post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event. Mm-hmm. So it could be experiencing one yourself. It can be witnessing one. But people who are experiencing PTSD usually have symptoms including like flashbacks and nightmares mm-hmm. and anxiety, as well as uncontrollable thoughts about an event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about a serious topic here for a second, but I find it really interesting about where this is going. I I find it very interesting too. I don't. I have a feeling I know where it's going, but yes, I think this is very interesting. We're going to put our sources online. Um, they include the Mayo Clinic, uh, Psychology Today, and FierceBiotech.com uh, if you want to f- read up any more on this. Typically for people, at the end of the day, it's kind of relaxation time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, whew, made it to bed. I'm going to like watch some TV, have a glass yeah. of wine, I'm going to relax. But for a lot of people, it's not relaxing because they have some sort of trauma that they're reliving in their dreams. So when they fall asleep, it's not just it's not just rainbows and hang gliding hot yeah. guys. Yeah. It's, it's stressful because they're reliving some sort of stressful part of their dreams. So it's like they're stressed during the day and they can't get any reprieve because they they're can't. reliving the, the extreme stress that they went through as well. So it's a 24-7 issue. Being able to like relive a trauma in your life but not having control of it. Like Sometimes there's trauma and you can't control it in real life, but yeah. in a dream you definitely can't control no. it. So how stressful is that for someone to have to deal with PS? PTSD dreams mm-hmm. each and every night and nightmares. It's terrible. According to Psychology Today, there's 80% of people living with PTSD experience nightmares. So anywhere from several times a week to more than that. Oh and lasting several months to years and years after <sighs> traumatic events took place. That's heartbreaking. People who have been like sexually abused, have been assaulted, who have um, military people who have mm-hmm. seen things in combat. There's so many different things that can trigger just These survival dreams. things too, like if you survived, you know, horrible accident or an attack oh, yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Domestic abuse, anything like that can trigger these dreams. But what they can manifest themselves as you're sleeping, it I thought this was interesting. You can have increased REM sleep activity. Oh, inc- when experiencing oh. PTSD dreams. Your total sleep time is just decreased. You sleep okay. actually less. You have increased number of nocturnal awakenings. Oh shit! When you're suffering, mm-hmm. and you have a decreased slow wave or a deep sleep. So a lot of people who are experiencing these nightmares don't actually sleep <laughs> as like you should. No, it's not restful. They're stressed out even in their sleep state, and in- including increased um, periodic leg movements during Ugh. both REM and non-REM sleep. So it's like you're, you know, say you have an experience in real life and you're like running from something or someone and you physically, that chemical that turns off your muscles in your sleep doesn't work normally. It's not it's, you're restless. Anymore. Oh, that is, oh, that's terrible. As well as like breathing disorders. Like yeah. when you're sleeping and your your heart rate goes up when you're sleeping and you start panting in your sleep because you're re-experiencing, you're reliving some sort of trauma. 
This is terrifying. I mean, I mean, you think about it, of course, there's so many people out there with it, but just don't associate it with dream stuff. But wow. Right. Yeah, it is, it is hard. And a lot of people try to self-treat these nightmares by using alcohol or illicit drugs to help escape because they just want to fall asleep. I don't want any dreams. I'm just going to drink or take drugs in order to get my mind to a state of not being no, able to dream. And that that's the scary thing because like even with like sleep medications over the counter or prescription they become so easily abused because mm-hmm. you're just craving that nothingness the, the escape of it the escape like i don't care if i have a dream i just want to have nothing for whatever eight hours <laughs> if you're lucky right right hours. if you're lucky like and yeah then you wake up in the middle of the night you know and you've grown gotten a tolerance so it's like you take yeah. another one i just want to have nothing and then you kind of become numb and it's a horrible cycle yeah and then not only does that is it, i mean because it doesn't really help because you're ending up avoiding sleep right. which increases your depression and your anxiety it can cause you to lose jobs because you can't pay attention right. and you can't focus at work you can be short-tempered with people that you love and you could just like chip away about you know over months and years because it, it's not just like one event. It's not just no. one thing that happens when people are no. experiencing this. It yeah. just continues on and on. It's reoccurring. It's and an awful it reoccurring nightmare. And it kind of snowballs nightmare. because it just gets worse and worse and you just feel more and more lost and more <laughs> out of control. And I was looking on Reddit because I wanted to look for a few examples of people who claim that, you know, they have a PTSD dream mm-hmm. based on something that they experience. Mm-hmm. And I ran across a couple of them. I'm just going to share a couple of examples okay, with you. yeah. This one comes from a gentleman named Colin. He um, toured in Iraq. Uh, he was on an airbase. And he answered the question about, you know, what do PTSD nightmares look like for soldiers and veterans? Mm-hmm. And as he explained it, one of my platoon sergeants was blown up by an IED in Iraq. I didn't witness it, but we had a military-like sort of funeral. Yeah. And they do a roll call and they show him getting put on an airplane that will okay. take him back home yeah. to America. He goes, and so um, the whole process takes about an hour. And so when I was back home, um, and away from all of this, after I got home in 2009, I had a dream where I went to church and I was asking the person to excuse me so I could sit in the same row. And it was a guy in full uniform looking at me and just asking why. And that's like his reoccurring dream. Like it's just. That's intense. Oh, it's so hard. That's intense. And he's like, it just seems so real. And he's like, I don't know. It woke me up. I just couldn't go back to sleep. It's, uh, a, you know, a stress dream. Yeah. Um, and another um, gentleman answered, his name was Brandon. He m- an- mentioned that while he was in the service, he was always getting into a situations that were unpre- he was unprepared for. So yeah. like forgetting something, going to reload and all the mag pouch- pouches were empty or getting engaged from perfectly skyline targets at 300 meters for some reason. All I have is like a shotgun or it's like leaving my rifle behind to go clear a storm drain with a pistol. It's just like just the, 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 and that's like a reoccurring dream to him. And it's just constant stress. After leaving the service, he was still having these dreams. It's so sad. I mean, everything is relative. I understand that. But like when you think of like your own job and you're like, oh my God, is it? Is it that serious as opposed to like these military people having PTSD, like from putting their lives on the line mm-hmm. to like save and protect us and everyone in our country? It's just, it's bananas to me. That's literally like. And I think it has to be like more 
talked about. Like, it's normal. Yes. It's okay. Let's normalize having these dreams and nightmares and yes. let's get help for these people who need them. And one of the things, like, we, and I was looking up, like, you know, when when's a good time to see a doctor? Because everyone has stress dreams. But what's yeah. the point where a stress dream becomes something that's really affecting your life and yeah. your ability to sleep? According to WebMD, they say, if you're having disturbing thoughts and feelings about a traumatic event for more than a month, if they are severe, if you feel like you're having trouble getting your life back under control, talk to your doctor or mental health professional. And I think that's important because you don't have to deal with this alone. No. You don't have to deal with this alone. So if you feel like you're it's having these issues. It's hard to ask for help, though. It's hard to yeah. ask for help. I feel like especially from a military standpoint, it's mm-hmm. like admitting kind of weakness, which mm-hmm. is a very difficult thing to do. But I think they almost need help more than anyone. And there is some help, but not enough. Or even a woman who has not been, you know, sexually assaulted yes. and maybe hasn't come out about the assault in itself. Like, how do you go talk to someone that you're having these dreams? And you haven't even really talked about it. Yeah. Right. The issue at all. Yeah. There's so much out there. It's It's so hard. It's so hard. Oh, that's sad. But I want to tell you there there about this new this new thing that was just cleared by the FDA. Oh, good. Other than therapy, you know, cognitive exposure therapy mm-hmm. or medications, like something like antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills. Mm-hmm. There's also like a, a a drug that's called prazosin, which is for nightmares. It's supposed to help. Oh. So, you know, you talk to your professionals about that. We're not professionals here. But I did see today that there was something that was FDA approved, and it's actually an Apple Watch sleep app. No, really? Mm-hmm. FDA approved? Yeah. Okay. So it, it helps to intervene and stop nightmares caused by T- PTSD. How do they pinpoint it? That's so fascinating. Yes. Okay. So I'll tell you. So this app was designed in May of 2019. It was submitted for FDA approval. So how it works I'll explain that first. It's called it's called the Nightware app, and okay. it's prescription only. There's oh. an app that you have to have a prescription Oh, for. I'm so fascinated right now. <laughs> and so right now, it's only an Apple Watch app. Okay. But what it does is it, up for up to 10 nights, learns your sleeping habits. Okay. And your sleeping patterns. The system tracks heart rate and body movement data to detect whether the user is experiencing a nightmare. Wow. If a nightmare is detected, the system triggers mild vibrations through the Apple Watch that are designed to gently disrupt the nightmare without waking the user. How? What the fuck? That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? They don't so even, like, hey, it doesn't good. even just like wake them up. It just gently right. removes them Moves from the them nightmare. Out from that dream. Oh my God. This app was just recently granted the, I'm going to say this wrong, Novo clearance from the FDA, which is it's medical devices that are like low to moderate risks of like affecting you health wise. So Why it's like, because it's like just an app. Yeah, an app. Why wouldn't you try an app? I mean, you need a prescription, but you can get that. Yes, it's just, um, it's called, it got that clearance because it's like a first of its kind. And so it's like, do you have no other medical studies other than its own to compare it to? So they do give it a certain type of clearance. But um, a randomized clinical trial showed that the ability to intervene in a nightmare led to improvements in sleep scores after 30 days. Oh when com- compared to like a, a sham device that didn't do any vibrations to wake you up from them. Wow. So like a placebo versus like an actual thing that works. <gasps> mm-hmm. This is- It offers a low risk treatment to temporarily relieve nightmares exciting. for people. Exciting. This is exciting. It is great news. It yeah, is. Yeah. 
Wow, that's really cool. Just to have an idea, the, uh, the Nightwear, the app uh, maker says nearly 5 million people in the U.S. suffer from nightmare disorders related to PTSD. How many? 5 million. Oh, jeez. It's not meant to act as ster- standalone therapy, of course, no. mm-hmm. but it should be used alongside of prescribed medication and other yeah. therapies to help people just get wow. through the night, get some sleep. That's fascinating. And get some reprieve. Like if, yeah. I mean, you're thinking about all day and you can't even get away from it at night. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. No, it's, it's so hard. And so hopefully this, this, it's a new thing. Hopefully it'll like lead to more studies yes. about understanding how the brain works when it's re-experiencing trauma. Yeah. So let's help these people and get help if you need it. So. Yes, absolutely. Ask, Thank ask you your for professional sharing. About it. That was yeah, very that. So it came across my like email. I was like, what is this? And you're like, app? yes, this is interesting. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it could just help so many people. If, if it works, I think that would be Even a so little great. bit. Like even a little bit. Get some people on this app. Just see. Just see. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was cool. It was cool. a hard beginning to talk about, but I think it ended good. Yeah. I think it ended like with Yeah, like hope. positivity. Like with hope. Yeah. Exactly. With hope. Yeah. I love it. Moving on, pod news. <gasps> yes. We've had like you besties out there must be spreading the word because we had like an influx of new listeners this week. Nice. We just want to say thank you to all of you out there sharing the show. That's love, amazing. Love, love. And thank you. So keep telling people about That's it. That's awesome. We're seeing some some movement, some people more people following us every yes. week. So wow, it's really cool. I am like I'm stoked. like I have like, I looked goose- at numbers this week. I was like, what? I have goosebumps right like now. Us? Like I'm so excited. Like Oh, we just love doing this so much. And I feel like then people understand why we do this and we do it for them. And everyone dreams. It's fun, you guys. Join. We love it. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to give some shout outs to a couple listener areas turning in because we love you guys and we appreciate all of you tuning in. So shout outs to our listeners in Belgium Woo! and Singapore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada, the UK. Sorry to hear about your queen, by the way. Oh, yes. Such a tragedy. Yes. Spain. Nice. Detroit, Kansas City here in the States. Uh, New York, Atlanta. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and saying hello. Don't forget to submit your dreams. Uh, Sioux Falls, Des Moines. And Huntsville, Decatur. Thank you. And Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh. I was thinking about you today. I heard that thing you do on the radio at work again. This is our favorite Mm. movie. Yes. Ever. Well, I mean, it did come out in like 90, what, six or so. Six, I would say. That thing you do, Tom Hanks. Jonathan Sheck. Tom... Ever Scott. Scott, Ethan Embry, and uh, Faith, Liv, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, but then my favorite, what's his name? Charlize not- Theron. Well, yeah, that was like her first role. Oh but my gosh. Lenny, what is Lenny's name? He's like the only one that still stayed Ian, is that uh, Ian? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'm usually good at this and I'm just having a brain fart. Oh my God. Ian, ah. I, I tried. So it starts with a Z. Z and Z and. No, you're thinking of Ian Ziering from no. that Z. You're looking up. Yeah, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I had a Z. Yes. I had a Z. And, Steve Zahn. Yeah, and he's like the one that like actually went on to do more stuff. Yeah, a lot more stuff. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm gonna, Tom I'm Hanks, give you your... I guess, did too. But yeah, I saw a meme this week where I was like, "Don't ever go traveling with Tom Hanks because it shows like, <laughs> you know." uh 
There was the the island one where he was stuck on an island alone. Oh, that was Australia, wasn't it? Oh, you know, you're talking about Castaway. Castaway. There was Apollo 13. There was like every okay. every movie he's ever done. He, like whenever <laughs> he travels, he somewhere. gets stuck somewhere. <laughs> so don't travel with Tom Hanks is what mm-hmm. I heard. We already did that one, though. I'm going to give you your choice. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. Hashtag, what is Charlize Theron dream of? Mm-hmm. And hashtag, is it Charlize Theron or Theron? Theron. Hmm. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Please an- to answer with your dream and the correct pronunciation of your name. We'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. I think she's one of the most beautiful women she in is the gorgeous. entire world. And she's so talented, too. And I've seen interviews. She seems like so cool in real life. I love that with my celebrities. Mm-hmm. I want someone like, that's not a dick in real life. You know, that's just oh, cool. Yeah. Very chill. Yeah. And my God, does she look good with short hair. How many women can pull that off? I tried. It didn't, can, I don't think it looked good. <laughs> she can do it. She yes, can do it. Good. She's got like, this beautiful bone structure. Bone oh. structure for days. God. For days and days. <laughs> we should all be jealous. Uh, yes. So uh, speaking of being jealous, um, I heard you went camping. Uh, you're jealous? <laughs> yes, I did. I made it, you guys. Finally. You, you finally went camping and you survived. I made it through a night. Finally, I feel well, nice. so. That's hey, good. It was so nice, though, Mindy. You was, guys actually have a tent. You and Chad. Tent. I, it was a tent. Yes. Um. Okay. So it was tent camping. Here's the question: Did you have an air mattress or something to sleep on? So you air went, mattress like, on the ground. Okay. Fine. Air mattress. Good. I, I agree. We that we were still counts. we were pretty sure though that it wasn't going to last till morning because <laughs> it was just one that my dad had in a box that he had never used and it was probably like four You're like in- it's probably going like, to be like-, like four inches thick you know yeah. like that wouldn't hold the weight of a yeah. cat let alone two <laughs> adult human beings but it, it did it lasted through the night and it, the good, weather helps. the weather was absolutely i mean it was dreadful it was raining the night before oh. the morning of but by oh, the right. time we got to the campground it had just cleared and it was cool so it was nice. perfect this weather for me weather. because yeah. it's like I can't be hot. And Chad kept he kept telling me the next day he's like I kept rolling over to see if you were sleeping and you were like <laughs> out. He's like to I see if you were just like left because you're like <laughs> not just you got left. the keys to the car. I can't drive stick. I'm stuck <laughs> there. He's got stick shit. Oh, he, he played that on purpose. <laughs> he planned it. He had to trap me there. <laughs> That's hilarious because no, I'm like he's like, like rolling over and be like, oh, she well, left. You know, okay. he knows I sleep weirdly anyway. But he said right. he just kept making sure that like I wasn't like tossing and turning. He's like, you were out, and I'm like, yeah. Camping pressure does that to you. I I didn't have any technology. It was like more of like refresh. Like we just sat nice. by the fire. We cooked over the fire. What'd you guys cook? Some good cooking camping stuff. Oh, we had some cheese stuffed hot dogs and some brats and <laughs> some s'mores you know the the good stuff so Fun. i was i was really pleasantly surprised i would actually say i would do it again wow which i didn't know i would ever say those words congratulations thank you very, very proud much. of you thank Way you i thought you might be i thought you might be because you're good at camping yeah you know we i grew up camping so to me it's nothing but mm-hmm. yeah it's hard if you haven't done it's it before. Just you not know some, I mean, I went to Girl Scout camp like two nights in my life. I didn't care for it then either. No. So it's not like I grew up with it. It's just not something no, I grew it's up with. Different. But the, like I said, the weather made all the difference in the world. Yeah, if it had I been too so. hot, I probably would have said never again. But we didn't even need – he bought a fan and I bought a camp fan and we didn't need either one of them. It was oh, just that's the best. Like when it's cool perfect. at night and you sleep, mm, yes. perfect. 
Yes. Like, I even, I gotta tell you, I even said to him the next day, I wish we were back there. Oh, I know. Wow. But it's like, why? I'm why would you admit that? I know. It's not on your terms anymore. He doesn't listen, so it's fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. He this won't remember that conversation. He won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Did you do anything fun over Labor Day weekend besides have COVID? Yeah, no, I just had COVID. So oh, well, that'll, that'll do it. Bestie out there. Yeah, we had plans. We had um, planned to go back to Iowa to visit my family and go camping. Like, or, you know, like we, we kind of have like this like cottage. Yeah. It, it doesn't have running water. So I call it camping. And um, <laughs> that's camping to me. Right. It doesn't have no bathroom, no running water. It's just a structure. Mm. But my par- my parents actually have a house there too. So. We were planning on going back, bringing the kids, having a good time. We had a wedding to shoot on Saturday. Yeah. Wednesday morning, I woke up and tested positive. It just hit me like a it hit me like a freight train. It was from like you and I recorded. We finished recording our birthday episode that late. The night before. Late, late. late. And you woke we up, up early drinking. and just knew. I just felt like off. Like took the kids to school, but and then I um, got home and I had the chill. I could not warm up. I had like the worst chills. I'm like, I know I've got a fever, I had, like 103 degree fever. Mandy, that is so high. I yeah. can't believe you didn't go to the doctor. Oh no. That was fine. No, it's not fine. <laughs> it no, fine. Because like, okay, you 101, you go to the doctor and you're at like 103, you could die. I didn't. I, I survived. <laughs> I took some Advil. It came down and I'm I was like, so I'm going to take a COVID the test. Advil saved you. And it was positive. And I was like, the first thing I said when I saw it was like, fuck. Because <laughs> we had a wedding to shoot on Saturday. And I was like, well, I, that's not going to happen. Nope. So luckily, Mark, my husband, who shoots with me and does the weddings with me, we're a husband and wife photography team, tested negative all week long, <gasps> never caught it. That's um, he shot the wedding solo. First one? Solo? Um, First full full soul, yeah. Like he had, he we had a split up uh, la- during a twenty twenty pandemic wedding. Yeah, where yeah. I had We we got rescheduled on the same day, so he took one, I took one. Yeah. Um, and we had assistant that day. This was full solo for him. Wow. He did awesome. Of, of course. course, he did. he just wanted the, he wanted the emotional support. So I did oh. travel back with him and kept my mask on in the car and just sat outside the whole time by myself in the car. Putting out, to, like just to help him, just GDO, to be there for emotional good vibes support. only. Yeah. Just- I like waved to the bride. I'm like, hey, I'm quarantining my car. She's probably like, who's that weird woman Uh, waving to me from the car? But no. Get her off um, the property. (laughs) So yes, had just stayed masked and uh, he didn't catch it, thank God. Yeah, and I always have like this residual cough, which sucks, but. I think you sound great. Thanks. I, um, yeah, just kind of ruined. So COVID ruined my Buffett plans and my Labor Day plans because my daughter had it for when I went to Buffett, Buffett and then I had it for Labor Day weekend. So I, no, we should be good. We should be good um, now. So don't say that. You're going to, you're going to jinx yourself and you're going to somehow get COVID at They Halloween say you're supposed to have a little bit of a Thanksgiving. Like a little bit of a um, tolerance to it don't, after like you should. That's what they say. So just here's don't jinx it. Okay. Over. I want you to live a long and healthy, Thanks. happy life. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my COVID castle set up in the basement. Luckily for us, we redid our basement last year, so I had like a little it's bed, pleasant. I had a I TV. Sl- I slept there. Yes. That's where our first live show was. Filmed. Yes, we did it from my basement. So I just had my own little, my own little world for a it's, few days. It's and kind of like a good. staycation. I mean, I know you had a disease and everything, but <laughs> like for you, that's so busy 
24-7 that maybe yeah. it was a nice little break. Uh, no, I could I cannot take a break. I know. I you brought can't. my computer down there. I made my little office. I was working. Crazy. I was editing photos. I can't just relax. So I No, just you're a mom. Once you're a mom, so. you can never just relax. There's you always no. have to have something going. Yeah. And and actually, who knows these days how you catch it. The oldest daughter had went to school for one day and then caught it the second day, <laughs> had to come home from college. So was it her? Was it from my other one? I Was it just we had a wedding with a, a couple hundred people the week before? Was it that? Like It could be anything, knows? especially mm-hmm. with the Omicron, Omicron, whatever. That's so much more contagious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can be like, <sighs> and someone gets <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, all good. I just. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks. And you look great. So couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling great. Yeah, yeah, of course. What else um, is new? Um, um, I have a funny deodorant story. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I did not have this on my note card. But please, no, because don't. it just happened before we started. Recording. That that okay. That is like a. That's like the. That's the lead. That, I have a funny. I, I, I buried deodorant the lead. Story. I you buried the lead. The lead. Yeah. Okay, What's your funny so deodorant story? It's please. In, okay, so I use spray deodorant, and I usually I'm motioning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You look like a a a, ape a gorilla. Or a gorilla. I look like yes. a gorilla. Both sides. I usually use Dove. This time it was on sale or something, so I got the Secret spray, which is mm. fine because I always used to use Secret Secret for years and years. I don't know what's wrong, and it's not Secret or the container. It's just it happens every time that I thought I had to share. It's weird. Okay. So I'll try to spray it under my left, and it goes like nothing. <laughs> I lift my right arm, like full on, and then I'll go back. I'm like, what is wrong with this can of deodorant? It literally stops. Your deodorant does not like your left armpit. Or the deodorant is like, you're fine on the left side. That one doesn't stink. The other side does. This one's fine. Okay, and I've done it like five times now. It's bizarre. Like, you're not holding the can any different way. No! Like, Like, it's upright. Nothing. I go on the other side. Like it's supposed. It's not like you have perfume where you can rub your wrists together. You can't rub your armpits together. I just snorted. You (laughs) mean, was that my first snort? I think so. (laughs) Imagine Brooke really physically trying to like rub her armpits together (laughs) in the screen. That's perfect. And I snorted. You just take like a little paper towel and move it from one side to the other. Good. Good. Like that. No, I think, I, I think you have to have a backup. I think you have to. Have I do. I have like what's left of my Dove, because mm-hmm. I always like a good Virgo. I'm prepared, so I always have a backup. So when one deodorant gets low, so the secret is it doesn't like your left armpit. The secret is that is the secret. Left armpits don't need deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I used the rest of my dove on my left armpit. So you had a, a two, two, two deodorant day. Two deodorant day. Yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're covered. I just don't get it. <laughs> don't, I don't get why it keeps happening. It makes no sense. No, no sense, sense. But, you know, that's me. Well, that is a good story. <laughs> I am. Um, when we were talking about our birthday, um, speaking yes. of like true crime stuff, we had Mark and I went out to dinner for my birthday. This was before the week before I had COVID. Yes. And because we're just catching up on our two parter. <laughs> yeah, our two parter, our big bang extravaganza. <laughs> so we went to dinner 
We went to my favorite Italian place. I told you it was like renovating. It was, was this closed isn't for six the months. place I had to call, is it? And, no. Okay. Different, different Italian place. Right. So um, we go there. First of all, don't mess with a good thing if you're a restaurant. Like it was like cute Italian, close, cozy, mm, and they, they completely it opened up modern. It's like it's so loud in there because there's like nothing to break up the sound. So like you can hear every table's conversation. No, I don't like it. I did not like it. So the maybe it'll get less busy. I don't know, just because it was like the opening week. But we sit at the bar because it's our favorite yeah. place to sit when we have dinner. Because yeah, you just, always sit at the we bar. Always sit at the bar. We get the best service there. But I, I, it's it's just so interesting to me because then you're side by side. Yes. And I find that so fascinating because <laughs> there's something comforting about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. I didn't why. even think about the seating. So, yeah, you're right. Because though. you're always you're usually across from somebody. But there's yes. almost something like you're so okay that it's fine to sit next to each other. Yeah, because then I could like put my arm on his arm, or he could like yes, touch it's more like, my physical. arm. Like, I when Chad and I go play trivia, we look. Like weirdos because we sit on the same side of the booth, and I never wanted to be that person that sits okay on the same part. side of the booth. But it's because, like, we'll hold hands or he'll touch my right. knee or something. It's easier but- to be more physical when you're <laughs> close to each. Okay, great observation. <laughs> so we're sitting at the bar, and we see this. I notice at first. I see this woman who's probably late thirties, sixty to seventy. No, <laughs> late 30s. Old, no. <laughs> old, really old. Yeah, real old, late 30s. Um, Like, she looks like she just got off of work or she's yeah. traveling or the area, like, has, like, semi, like, business tire on. Yeah. She's just finishing up her meal. She's okay. just has, like, a glass of wine left, and you can tell, like, she's getting ready to go. Yeah. Well, then, like, some regular guy comes in and, like, think of um, <laughs> someone who immediately makes you feel uncomfortable. Got it. Okay, this is middle-aged, white-haired, old guy. And, you know, it's like they think they're cute and they can talk to anyone, but you, you're not. No, and, so and that makes up, it so much worse. And I'm worse. just watching this whole thing unfold. Like Mark that, and I'm like, what they think is mm. competence is really creepy. Creep. And you can't explain yes. it. You can't explain it. So he sits down and I can see like she's – he's trying to have a conversation with her. No. So he's – so the, the bar is like on a, like a corner. So yes. he's like – on one side, and then she's on the other side, and he's They're trying right to make conversation. They're right at the corner. They're at the corner, but there's a spot between them. Okay, so but there's a, so, okay. So yeah. he's making conversation. I can tell, like, she's short answering him, right? <laughs> the classic, if I'm short answering you, and I'm not asking you any return questions, read the fucking <laughs> room. How many times do I have yes. to say it? <laughs> if my answer is yes, thanks. Mm-hmm. No. It means I don't have a conversation with you. If I, I you open the you. menu after I'm already eaten and I'm still flipping the page. If I'm on my phone. Don't talk to me. So I point this out to Mark. I go, this guy's totally like just creeping on her. It's like weird. So now it's people watching time. Now it's people watching. Yes. We enjoy. Of um, course. But now we're like, we're feeling her uncomfortableness after oh, a while. Oh, no. So yes. then not it's only does palpable. he. She fin- she's starting to finish her wine. She like, can tell like she's like just okay. Let's just drink this wine, but I want to chug it. I just want to get like, out of here. Gulp, yeah. gulp, gulp. So he moves now around the corner and sits next to her. No, no, oh, oh, sorry. And I know it, it was. I just got totally skeeved out. Like he physically moved, moved over. Like, oh, and this you can just poor see it again. Woman. She's just like 
not wanting to have a conversation. You can tell like she's like the humoring it for a while. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh moves, that's a picture of something you're showing me. No. A next step, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like moving your seat next. That's a little aggressive. So then we're making eye contact with her because we're like, I we know. We're like, you we know. got you. We got you. We're girl. totally giving her the look like we got her. And so Mark's like really concerned about it. He's like, oh. He's like, should I go over and like say something and so like now we're planning out like what we're gonna do like right? how to save this woman. how to like save this woman because i'm like oh, you guys okay, are go so up to, sweet. like you can go up to her and be like oh hey um wait didn't we used to work together like a couple years ago like just don't use her name because she may have used her name right you know, introduced herself right? or like so, oh my god i have this picture let me show you oh my gosh you look like my cousin can i show you something? like you know, whatever like we're yes. trying to formulate a plan so as we're sitting here <laughs> formulating a plan this goes on and on and on and our food comes and so like we're eating but we're still like Totally Keep watching an the situation. Eye on the situation yeah. And she's now looking at us, acknowledging that we're looking at her. Like she's so we're blinking like, quickly, like, we're like I'm giving you a sign, you. help. We help, got you. <laughs> and so she finishes her wine. And we're like, okay, she's gonna walk out. So we're we're about ready to like go in and like save this chick. But right. she finishes her glass of wine. We she goes to walk out. I'm like, if if he follows her out, we're going, we're leaving right now. Yes. We're we're walking out behind her. Yeah. And so like she looks over one more time before she leaves. We both <laughs> nod at her. <laughs> like, we like, got you. This we dude's completely you. oblivious to what's going on around him. He's just, she, he's just thinking that she, you know he can pick up this how much you woman. probably put her at ease? <laughs> I know it's a silly situation. I know, but, but no one wants to be in that situation. No one. So we're like, yeah, we, we nod. She nods. She walks out. He stays. <laughs> and then he makes some comment to the bartender about how, oh, well, I guess she is just cold and doesn't want to talk. And we're like. Um, dude, dude, get some. Oh. No, and she doesn't want to talk. That is the kind of dude, obviously, that will keep doing this forever when he yes. is sixty to seventy years he, old. Yeah. He was. He was like twice her age because he just, just, creep, just he creep. doesn't get it. He thinks, oh, she's just dissing me. It's like, no, you're the one. You're the block. creep. You're she's the giving you all one. the signs. You're not picking them up. Anyways, so oh. to that girl at the bar. We had your back. You're good. Oh, that sure was so she nice got back of to her you. car. Fine. I'm glad she probably drove away looking like in her back seat. Right? Creep, creep. Like in her rear view mirror. Like, oh God, is he coming? <laughs> you did so a good all, thing. To, to all of our listeners out there, just read the signs. Read. People, read. If they're not answering you, they don't want to talk. It's if, like me on an airplane. If you have a magazine, a book, ear AirPods, a, earbuds do, in. If I, especially if my headphones on, I always have them on the airplane. Do not talk to don't, me. Don't don't fucking talk. Don't talk. To me. But you know me. <laughs> you're the opposite. <laughs> well, no, but, but listen, you're not creepy. I'm not creepy because I do read the room. You do. I will chit chat with someone if they're not reading or sure, have a headset on, and if they engage with me for a you know a minute. I know that, like, okay, they want to – I'm just thinking of my, like, Agreed. my last plane trip. Like, mm-hmm. the guy to the left of me sat down first. Clearly, he was a nice guy, but just was not into chit chat. The guy <laughs> that sat down to my right – man, we talked for maybe an hour and a half before the fl- before the plane even took <laughs> I've off. I've made friends on flights, too. You know, but so yeah, you like, have to know. You, I knew to stop talking to the guy on my left. Like, not that he was mean, but, like, you just tell. Like, okay, yeah, he doesn't yeah. want – this guy, I mean – yeah, yeah, he was. I probably had to shut him off at some point. Like, <laughs> but you, you got to read the room. That's all it is. Read the all room, folks. Is. Come on, t-shirt, 
ha- read the room. <laughs> just, just read the room. <laughs> <laughs> read, read the room. The read room. the room. <laughs> if you're enjoying today's episode, we want you to do a, f- a huge favor, and that is just one favor. Tell your best friend about the show. Yeah. You guys are doing it. I mean, we see those numbers increasing, so keep it up. Yeah, thanks, man. If you haven't done it yet, <laughs> why not? Tell your best friend. Tell the, the your favorite baseball player. <laughs> tell your cruise ship director. Oh, my God. And, of course, tell that super hot crush that hang glides into your arms of love. <laughs> hang glides into your arms. Come on. Tell, tell them, them about the show. <laughs> tell them about the podcast. Guys, that's how we keep continuing to grow. That's how we keep continuing to get more dreams so we can share with you each and every week all of this fun. Thank you, Kelly and Lexi. You guys never disappoint. You always provide great dreams and dream stories. So thank you so much for submitting. We can't wait to be back with you next week when we read more of your crazy antics here on the show. Yes. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. <laughs>